everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Positive Proof Podcast. I'm your host, Parmas Najmi, and I'm so glad that you're here. If you want to listen to more episodes like this one on self-improvement, mindset, and wellness, go ahead and hit that follow button to join the family. It is a Tuesday afternoon. I've got myself an oat milk latte to get through this episode. It has been pretty gloomy the past few days here in Toronto with all the rain. And if you live nearby, you know that April is the month of rain before we finally get into the warmer weather, which honestly, I don't mind. I've learned to look at rainy days as a not so terrible thing. Gloomy days used to put me in such a low mood and I would just feel slower and down and upset and I just be more negative overall. But now I see it in a more peaceful way. I think it's because I read somewhere that you got to look at rain almost like a fresh reset, as if it's washing away the negativity, washing away anything that needs to stay in the past washing away any stress and anger that you've been holding on to. Kind of like you're starting off with a clean slate. The world appears to be more slow paced. The world seems to be more forgiving and restful. And this perception just gives me more clarity. It's like it's like a breath of fresh air. And it's just a reminder that sunny days are coming. Don't get me wrong though, it's inevitable that sometimes I might feel more lazy and you know just wanting to cuddle up in bed while it rains, but I don't see that as a bad thing. So, I hope this changes your perception of rain as well. Definitely an off-topic introduction, but getting into today's episode, I want to talk about something that I just don't hear enough about. I do see it touched on here and there, but I don't think we're focusing on it enough, and that is the topic of minimalism. And I will be also touching on consumerism and materialism as they all relate, but I truly believe that minimalism is a solid component of our happiness. And I'll get into this more into detail, but before I do, I want to mention that there is definitely various levels of minimalism. Of course, you've got people who live with little to no furniture, one pair of clothes, shoes, silverware, and you know, everything else, just the absolute bare minimum. And I am not going to be talking about minimalism to that extreme, but more so with the context that We are all victims of consumerism and I just want to touch on little steps that you can take towards minimalism to whatever extent that means to you. It can be different for everyone. And if you follow me on social media, you know I own a lot of stuff and by no means do I consider myself a minimalist, but Again, these tiny steps and habits that are based around minimalism can really, really help you in the long run with your happiness, with maintaining a clean environment, with decision fatigue, and just so much more. Let's talk about consumerism for a second though, because I feel like in this day and age, it's a real issue and it's doing us way more harm than good and we're pretty blinded by it. I used to be blinded by it. 
but I think I've made some pretty good improvements from a year ago me who was on the hunt to buy everything and anything I could to add to my collection of clothes, bags, shoes, makeup, decor, anything, you name it. It seems fun when you're shopping for all this stuff, but it can actually get quite unhealthy. Now I do work in content creation, so part of my job is acquiring new products to show you guys so that you don't have to try as many, but I keep that separate from my non-work life and things I decide to buy and keep in my space. To give you a more clear-cut definition, consumerism is essentially the idea that acquiring more and more things is the ultimate goal and that it will lead to greater satisfaction and happiness, but it actually has the opposite effect in reality and a bunch of other negative side effects that we all tend to ignore. For starters, the constant pressure and need to keep up with the latest trends and consume more than we actually need can cause a lot of stress and anxiety and even lead to depression for some people. I definitely feel like this issue is more common amongst us younger people who are constantly bombarded with all this advertising and social media messaging that tells us our value as individuals is based on what we own and how we look. As we get older though, the things we're told to consume and constantly upgrade, those things become even more expensive. For example, you get a promotion at work, well, society's there to tell you that it's time to get a better car or a bigger house. Otherwise, who's going to believe you got that promotion, right? It's all part of a bigger scheme that I don't want to get into into today's episode, but just want to point out that we need to be aware of this so that our lives do not revolve around things and stuff. And you know what? I'm not against upgrading your lifestyle and treating yourself at all. I think it can actually be a great motivator to stay ambitious in life, but I do think that we have completely passed the threshold of, you know, treating yourself and doing things in moderation. I think by now we are overconsuming to the point of accumulating debt, feelings of needing to keep up, and just overall the need to constantly move on to the next best thing. And to be honest, it's not only harming us, but society as a whole, in my opinion, because this pursuit of material possessions is creating this culture of selfishness and individualism, and people are becoming less interested in social issues and community involvement and more focused on their own personal satisfaction and not even true satisfaction, but temporary surface level satisfaction. It's almost as if consumerism has this grip on us that we can't break free from. It's definitely concerning. It's a real issue and it needs to be addressed, especially, especially if you're someone who is on a personal development journey, someone who wants to increase their overall happiness in life, or someone who is just searching for deeper meaning and purpose. So now that we know what consumerism is and why it's an issue, how do we start making tiny changes towards minimalism, which is on the opposite end of the spectrum? 
because minimalism focuses on living with less material possessions, just really simplifying it for yourself and focusing more on what's truly important to you in life. It's about reducing your clutter and distractions and just making room for more meaningful experiences. By taking even the tiniest of steps towards minimalism, you are going to gain so much clarity, so much peace, and it's going to leave you feeling much, much happier and truly happier. Not the kind of happy you get when you buy something new and the excitement lasts maybe a few days. Now, the first step towards this lifestyle is to recognize that material possessions don't actually bring you true happiness or fulfillment. It's been said before, and this is because As humans, we have a tendency to adapt to changes in our environment, including new possessions. What we once bought with excitement and pleasure, that can quickly become the new normal to us, which ultimately decreases our levels of happiness experienced. And there's actually a name for this. It's called hedonic adaptation. So if you're interested, I definitely recommend looking into this further. Another explanation as to why materialistic things don't actually bring us happiness is because of comparison. It is completely natural for people to compare themselves to others. And when it comes to material possessions, there will always be someone who has more. This is going to lead to feelings of inadequacy, jealousy, and dissatisfaction. Now, the last explanation I have for why material possessions don't actually bring us happiness is because of its lack of connection. Material possessions are literally external objects that don't provide us with any deep sense of connection or meaning. And we already know that happiness is derived from our relationships, from our experiences, and from personal growth. And so because of this, because of that lack of connection, it doesn't bring us true happiness. We also got to learn to separate our sense of self-worth from what we own and instead focus on deepening the relationships we're in with others, pursuing your passions and hobbies, finding happiness and pleasure in experiences rather than things. This understanding is going to be the foundation of the actual steps you take towards this new lifestyle of minimalism. The next step towards minimalism is becoming more mindful of your future purchases. This is something I've been actively doing and it has saved me not only so much money, but so much clutter and just so much stuff that I really do not need. So if you're out shopping and something catches your eye and you see something you want on social media, ask yourself, do you really need this? Or will this purchase truly bring you lasting happiness and ease of living? Like if I see a new foundation on TikTok that I want to try, I am going to make sure I finish the one that I currently have before purchasing this new one I have my eye on. Same thing goes for everything else. Wait till you fully finish whatever it is that you have before buying more of it or different variations of it. And when it comes to clothes... Gosh, please get it out of your head that you cannot re-wear outfits. Sure, if it's a bigger, more memorable event, then you get a pass, but you should totally be re-wearing your outfits on a weekly basis. 
Otherwise, what are you doing? (laughs) And what is the point of buying clothes if you were to wear it once and never touch it again? The goal is to adopt a more mindful approach so that we can avoid falling into the trap of mindless consumerism. Also, I think it's important to mention that having options doesn't make you happier and it doesn't make your life easier. I've heard this from a couple of very well-known successful people and it honestly blew my mind because my whole life I always thought it's good to have options and this applies not only to shopping but also to packing for vacations. I used to pack like months worth of stuff with me for just a week-long trip just because I wanted to have different outfits to choose from. It might seem that it's good to have options, but it's actually not. And if you pay attention, you're going to realize that having options to choose from only causes decision fatigue. You have to spend your time deciding on what matches, what's appropriate for what day and event, what works better with the hairstyle you're going to do. It's just going to cost you unnecessary stress and time wasted on choosing. And it's also going to end up overwhelming you. I know for me, I get really, really indecisive and I end up asking my boyfriend and my family a million times what option I should go with. And by the time I end up choosing, I'm already late or I've spent much more time than I should have on just decisions. Plus, The pressure to go with the most perfect option is going to end up leaving you dissatisfied anyways, and then you're going to never be happy with what you have. It's a vicious loop. It really is. It's all psychology. Why do you think the people with the most clothes in their closet always walk in and say, I have nothing to wear? Because of this very exact issue of having too many options and its effect on our mental health. And you know what? Same thing holds true for restaurant menus. I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely hate when a menu has too many things on it and I'm just sitting there not knowing where to start looking because I'm so overwhelmed. So you can really apply this to any area of your life and it'll most likely still hold true. Now, getting back to different steps we can take towards minimalism, I went over the first one being to recognize that material possessions don't bring you true happiness. And the second step being to practice more mindfulness shopping. The third step I want to get into is to start decluttering and emptying your space and environment. Do a deep clean and with every piece, with every item that you come across, ask yourself if its presence is adding to your life or if it's even been used in the past one year. If your answer is no, then you got to let it go. I know it's hard because sometimes we feel so attached to certain things, but the development of attachments to things will only cause you your mental health in the future. So put it aside and either donate it or sell it. You don't have to do this all at once. I know when I put something so big like this on my to-do list, I'm only going to put it off and procrastinate. So instead, what you can do is find five things every single day that you are able to let go of and start there. Until you get to the point where every single item in your life serves a purpose and brings absolute peace and joy into your life. I know for me, 
my wardrobe was something that really needed decluttering. And so I got rid of most of the pieces that were trend items and decided I'm no longer going to purchase trendy pieces unless it's once in a blue moon, that's fine. But I decided from here on out, I am going to buy timeless pieces as part of my capsule wardrobe. And let me tell you, now that I've downsized my wardrobe by, I'd say half, I feel a lot less stressed on what to wear. And isn't that crazy? I mean, I have less clothes, but more things to wear. And why does that happen? Because options do not serve us in a positive way. Now, minimalism is not always about material possessions. It can also have to do with our routines. So the idea of simplifying your routine can really benefit you and bring you that sense of peace and calm where you might even see more growth and progress in your life as a result. So Go through your everyday routine and write it out on a piece of paper. Try to identify any areas where you can simplify your routine. For example, I like to know what I'm making for food in advance so that I'm not at the fridge deciding on what to eat and then, you know, grabbing the unhealthier option because it's more convenient. For you, this might look like meal prepping in advance. Another example is I like to set out what I'm wearing for any workout classes beforehand so that I'm not running late deciding what to wear. For you, this might look like setting out your work clothes the night before so that you reduce the energy it takes in the morning to decide because decisions require brain energy. And the more brain energy we spend on decisions, the more likely that it will lead to decision fatigue and thus we're left with less brain energy to spend on the things that actually matter like our work. So really, really, really try and simplify your routine and I promise it will make your life just a little bit easier, less hectic and less stressful. The next step towards minimalism that can really make a big change in your life is pursuing experiences. This can be as simple as taking a painting class or as grand as taking a trip across the world. Either or and anything in between will suffice in bringing you closer to that minimalistic lifestyle where you enjoy your life and what it actually means to live life. The more experiences that you set out to pursue, the more you will feel connected to the world, the more you will feel a deeper level of understanding for different cultures, the more you will develop traits of compassion and sympathy, the more you're going to expand your knowledge. And ultimately, the more you will feel like you've truly lived your life so that when you are on your deathbed, you're going to have no regrets you will feel as if you have seen the world and done everything you can to experience what's out there. Of course, experiences come at a cost. And so my best advice to you would just be to focus more on experiences versus material possessions. You don't have to get up and go travel the world tomorrow. You can take tiny steps as simple as, again, taking a painting class, waking up to watch the sunrise at a nearby beach, learning a new winter sport, or whatever it is that interests you. The next step towards minimalism that is so easy, I expect everyone to do this every morning because it will make a change, and that is to focus on what you do have rather than what you don't have. 
For example, when you're journaling in the morning, and if you don't journal, you can say this out loud as part of your gratitude practice, just list three things you are grateful to own. It doesn't always have to be people or opportunities that you're grateful for. It could also be things that you have in your life. If there is a sweater that you love wearing, write down how grateful you are to have it. It might sound bizarre to people who haven't done this before, but this small action of writing what you're grateful to have is going to condition your mindset into ultimately appreciating the things you have on a deeper level and not feeling the need to acquire more. It's going to leave you feeling happy with what you have versus unhappy with what you don't have. Because truth is, you can have the biggest wardrobe, you can have all the coolest tech, you can have the nicest accessories, but you will always be wanting more if you don't focus on appreciating what you do have. Now, before I let you guys go, I just want to end this off by saying that my advice to you from today doesn't mean that you should never pursue materialistic things because I actually think to a certain extent it can be a good thing. When we acquire material things, it is as if we are rewarding ourselves for our hard work in life. We acquire things that can be utilized on a daily basis and make our lives easier, make our lives more expressive through what we own. And it can also motivate you to be more ambitious and achieve greater things so that you can acquire the things you've always dreamt about. So today's episode is just to make you a bit more aware of why materialistic things are not everything why we need to place less of an importance on it, and why as a society we need to be more mindful. Because we have taken it much farther than it needs to go and we've lost our sense of peace. We've let material things dictate a lot of things for us and it's unfair. It's unfair that we have to live life with this in mind because life is about much more than the things we own. So just thought I'd point that out. Anyways, this has been by far one of my favorite episodes to record, and I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. So to recap everything for you guys, the six steps towards a more minimalistic lifestyle that will bring you more peace and true happiness are number one, recognizing that material possessions don't actually bring you true happiness or fulfillment. Number two, becoming more mindful of future purchases and asking yourself if you really need whatever it is you want to buy next. Number three, decluttering your space. Number four, simplifying your routine. Number five, pursuing experiences. And number six, focusing on what you have versus what you don't have. But that is a wrap. I do hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review. Your feedback means so much to me. The more people this podcast reaches, the bigger the positive impact we make. So I would love it if you could do that for me. Also, if you guys have any recommendations as to what you'd like me to talk about in future episodes, definitely let me know because I'm 100% open to recording what you guys want to hear. And if you don't know yet, I do monthly giveaways where a random person will be selected from those of you who do leave a review. The written reviews can be done over on Apple Podcasts and the ratings can be done over on Spotify. Just send me a screenshot once you've done so and you'll be eligible to win. The winner will be announced on upcoming episodes. And if you want an extra entry into the giveaway, make sure to share this podcast or episode via socials and tag me at Parmesnajmi and at Positive Proof Podcast on Instagram. 
to everyone else. If you've made it this far, I appreciate you so, so, so much. And I can't wait to chat with you again in next week's episode. Lots of love, Parmas. Parmas.